The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. More dynamite. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. It is Tuesday, Taco Tuesday. I hope you filled up on your tacos and ready to share this hour with me, 6 to 7 p.m. every day in your drive time here in San Diego. Dynamite and address busting through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy like I do every day. And joining me, as always, is not only the amazing, brilliant friends that I have out there on Facebook Live, as well as Twitter and on Instagram, but it's my buddy DJ Carrot Stooks. This has been the most amazing experience of my life. <laughs> I thought you, well, it might be more appropriate for you to say it's been the longest, what, three or four years of your uh, of your life, baby? We've been we've been doing it a while, huh? It's fun, so it's fun. It, time flies because we're having fun. Yes, although we've just been daily now. Uh, we are going into our third month of being daily here, and it's just been an absolute pleasure and a joy to share this time with you all. It means so much to me that you, I know you've got many options uh, to spend your time and to get your news and opinion, and it just means the world to me that you choose to come here. Um, speaking of uh, media, oh my gosh, I kind of ignored this story last night because it was absolutely ridiculous that, I mean, this, a nobody named Nunberg or Nunnenberg or whoever he is goes full nutburger on the media. I've never even heard of this guy before. I have no idea why he's in Mueller's sights or why he's in a part of the investigation because he's, I mean, he's, he's as important uh, to what's going on in world events as President Trump's tie choice today at the press conference. But this poor dude, uh, he goes, I guess he was looking for his 15 minutes. He is part of the investigation. And, you know, it was all about, you know, this guy going off the rails and saying he's not going to go in. And whatever his story was, that's what the media is talking about today. I didn't talk about it last night. They're still talking about it today. And why? Because we've got more information coming out as to the attempts under the Department of Justice and the FBI to cover up the crimes committed by Hillary Clinton, the Clinton Foundation, the Obama administration, and everybody else associated with it. Mueller is going so far to ignore and to look the other direction from the crimes that were committed in the real Russian Trump collusion, which involved him, by the way. The dude's actually investigating the Miss Universe pageant in 2013 because I guess it took place in Moscow. What is he doing? Looking to see if maybe there was some, you know, we know those Russian ice skating judges aren't exactly on the level. Uh, Maybe he was looking to see if there was some collusion affecting the outcome of the Miss Universe pageant. I mean, are you kidding me? That's where we're at. No, we. But we find we're gonna we're going to go there, or we're gonna talk about this Nunberger dude when we find out today that Peter Strzok wrote more of Comey's announcement in, in July. When Comey comes out and says her email uh, server might possibly have been hacked, that that word possibly was actually written by Peter Strzok. Peter Strzok crossed out the words reasonably likely that her server was hijacked, classified information on her server, the felonious email scheme, Peter Strzok rewrites it all to set up Comey coming out and saying that no charges should be filed, which Loretta Lynch already knew about. I mean, the corruption here is astounding. And people are talking about this Nunberg dude. And then on top of it, George W. Bush comes out and says today, now that, and of course, the media is picking up on this. He says, oh, you know, Trump, he, I'm kind of sort of looking good right now compared to Trump, huh? No, actually not, W. 
actually not because President Trump has had now a consecutive in just a year in office. We have the lowest black, first of all, consecutive quarters of over 3% growth. We have the lowest unemployment in black America in the re- since it's been recorded, which includes your eight years in office, President Bush. We have a rollback of regulations that were strangling business and stopping the growth in this country, some of which came under your eight years. It was you, W, who did the who led uh, the way for Obama's Wall Street bailout and the auto bailout. It was you who did the greedy geezer bill. It was you who expanded government and, and gave us the Department of Homeland Security, which, oh, by the way, we're not any safer. It, you know, it, unless you're a little old lady from Pasadena or a U.S. Congress person, you pretty much fly through the TSA. Okay, and oh, by the way, after 9-11, it was it was you, W, who participated in and expanded the infiltration and the invasion of us with Islamists into this country from terrorist areas. Out of your part of being, you know, we 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 can't, you know, uh, we got to appease. We got to be politically correct with the situation. So, no, you're not looking good compared to President Trump. And oh, by the way, with these tariffs, I think it's really clear, you know, I, you know it's been a while since I studied economics. I, I studied enough to know what I don't know. So I didn't really weigh in. I just had an expert come on the show. But I think it's really clear that, and first of all, we don't know why Cohen left, but it's it's staggering to me to hear all these people, all these Goldman Sachs haters come out and say, oh, this Gary Cohen, he left today. This just means that President Trump's economic plan and what he's doing for America is bad, okay? I don't know anything about Cohen. He did not say it was because of the tariffs, but it's clear when you look at Trump's strategy, we've got a pattern here. He always goes for the farthest, and he, bring, and, and he brings people to the table. It's almost like a shock and awe. What do we also have happening under the same strategy we have noco coming to the table and saying you know what we're willing to have some talks here about you know now about you know a little disarmament maybe not going full you know bore with our nukes we all know that noco is going to say whatever they can do to get these sanctions lifted we're i'm not saying that you know it's it's done and we never have to face a, a nuke from noco but you know clearly this is part of trump's strategy trump is winning Okay, he is continuing to win. He will beat this Mueller investigation in spite of the fact that Jeff Sessions should have already called for a special prosecutor. We're going to take a break. When we come back, I've got an amazing lineup of guests for you tonight. My man Gerard Lamero is back. He predicted that he was the first person to predict that President Trump would win in 2016. He's got his new book out today. Say more great news for America. And then coming up, my gal Katie Hopkins is going to be here. She's going to be talking about what's going on in South Africa, a story some of you have been talking about, but nobody else in the media is. Stay tuned. More Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. Why send your child or grandchild to a public school when they could go to one of San Diego's finest private schools for half price with AM 1170 The Answer's half price tuition program. The 2018-19 school year for half price. Log on to am1170theanswer.com or tap the AM 1170 mobile app for the complete list of schools. Then call us to enroll your child. 844-800-5757. These outstanding schools are going fast, so call now. 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. 
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. Every great team has a great coach. Every great coach has a great strategy. Let Al Arias and the AV Arias Company create the winning tax strategy for your small business. Instead of waiting until the fourth quarter to create your tax strategy playbook, don't let the IRS blow the whistle on your financial growth and profitability. Contact Al Arias and the AV Arias Company to set up your tax strategy huddle by calling 619-296-2123 or visit avariasco.com. That's A-V-A-R-I-A-S-Co.com. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. When I was a kid, my late mother used to urge her four boys to consume whatever unappetizing vegetables we left on our plates by reminding us that there are starving kids in India. Well, I recall those long ago arguments when watching a well-intentioned but illogical anti-gun video that's gone viral to millions. In it, New Yorker Scott Papillardo reacts to Parkland by cutting his AR-15 in half with a power saw. I'm going to make sure this gun is never going to take someone's life, he says to the camera. But destroying weapons owned by sane, responsible citizens does nothing to stop evil maniacs from using their weapons for mayhem. With 10 million AR-15s in private hands, destroying a single gun not only provides no solution, but utterly misdefines the problem and won't feed starving kids either. I'm Michael Medvey. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree offered on its most beautiful campus. Turning 65 is a great milestone and an incredible challenge when it comes to health coverage. The maze of Medicare can be overwhelming. Do you need Part A, B, supplemental, drug coverage? What about dental, vision, and all the benefits you've enjoyed? Relax. Help is as close as Bridalwood Insurance, Medicare coverage professionals who can help you make the best decisions. Bridalwood listens to your needs and explains all the options available. Visit them online at bridalwoodinsurance.com. That's bridalwoodinsurance.com and set up an appointment for a Medicare specialist to come to your home or office. You've seen the ads, read the brochures, and still have questions. Bridalwood Insurance has answers. Best of all, their guidance is free to you. The company you choose takes care of the fees. Medicare Madness has met its match. Voted best insurance company by the readers of the San Diego Union Tribune. Bridalwood Insurance, the total health care connection for the best of your life. Visit BridalwoodInsurance.com today. That's BridalwoodInsurance.com. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. I'm going to try to keep a few minutes at the end of the show uh, to take calls. That number is 888-344-1170. I've got a packed uh, show tonight with amazing guests for you. But, you know, I always like to hear from you guys. First of all, 
uh, a listener um, sent an, a great article, breaking news. I'm going to ask my next guest about about this as part of uh, great news, more great news uh, for America. But uh, breaking news is the Trump administration has filed a lawsuit. The Justice Department is suing California, Governor Jerry Brown, and the state's attorney general, Javier Becerra, over three state laws that were passed recently. And we've talked about these on the Andrea K. Show. Uh, and the Justice Department saying that it makes it impossible for federal immigration officials to do their jobs and deport criminals who were born outside of the United States, otherwise known as illegals. The Justice Department calls the laws unconstitutional and asked a judge to block them. This, according to this article, is the department's boldest attack yet against California. Uh, we got to do something because, you know, basically the state of California has waged a war, as Katie Grimes has talked about quite a bit here on the Andrea K. Show. And um, they are literally choosing criminal illegals over Americans and taxpayers. We had that Oakland mayor warn everybody about ICE raids and 864 criminals, known felons, rapists, murderers, bad guys are still out on the streets because of that. Thank you, Jeff Sessions. Now, okay, now that you filed this, Jeff Sessions, go stop the Mueller investigation. Joining me now is one of my favorite guests, Gerard Lamero. He called it, he was the first person who said that President Trump was going to win in 2016. He said that we, he declared and predicted like Nostradamus, only better, that there was going to be an economic revival and as well as a religious revival ushered in by President Trump. And he was right on the money. And he's got another book out today. Gerard Lamero, welcome back to the Andrea K. Show. It's great to be back with you. You're one of the best shows in the country. I love being on your show. Oh, thank you so much. All right. So you were right before, brother. We uh, it, Trump is doing, according to the Heritage Foundation, 64% of his agenda is already in place. We've got an economic revival going on here. He's doing everything that he can to keep us safer in terms of immigration laws. He's, he's battling with the courts and, and crazy people like our governor and attorney general here. Um, what, what more great news can there be coming, brother? Oh, there's a lot of good things coming. <clears throat> our economy, while it's doing a whole lot better than under the Obama administration, has got a long way to go up. We've had so many regulations getting in our way. We've had so many tax laws getting in our way. And uh, Trump is continuing uh, to get the debris out of the way of the economic engine called America. And we can expect uh, growth domestic product to hit 4% and then 4.5%. And uh, who knows, it may even go a little above that. And so I, I see the economic picture is getting rosy, but I also see what I call uh, the conservative era taking over. We are in a conservative era. It may not look like it yet because there are a lot of progressives who are having a hard time uh, giving up power, but they're giving it up. They're losing. They're going to continue to lose because there is a conservative long-term trend in place. And uh, I've studied all the presidential elections that are major since 1789, and that's the reason I called the last election, presidential election, long before anybody else did, mm -hmm. because I didn't read the fake polls. I read the, the, the models and the statistics, and, and I really thought I knew what was coming, and I did. Nine out of my ten predictions in my last book came out true. And in this new book, I have eight new predictions, which will knock some people's socks off. And I think they're going to come true, too. And when they do, it's going to mean more great news for America. And we'll lay them out, baby. What are they? You don't have to go into all eight because we don't have, a, we don't have a, a whole hour for you tonight. But maybe give us like the top three. 
Well, I'll give you some that will probably shock your listeners. All right. Number one, and this isn't in the order in the book, but the number one, I think, biggest prediction in the book is the end of the Democratic Party completely. I think it's going to close up shop. There are parties over the history of America. It doesn't happen too often. But if you go back in history, you can read about the Whig Party. That's a famous party, Mm -hmm. 1828 to about 1850. They went out of business. And I think this Democratic Party, there is so much... Uh, wrong with it, so many problems, I think it's going to go out of business for lack of interest. And and for the fact that so many uh, moderate, if you want to use that word loosely, moderate Democrats are going to actually go toward Trump and go toward the right because they cannot stand uh, what's happening to the Democratic Party. The fact that they're they're doing things, you know, for example, the Oakland mayor. I yeah. mean, can anybody justify her actions? That does it make any sense whatsoever that she could participate in letting 800 felons off the hook? That's yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. But 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 I think the end of the Democratic Party is a big trend. I think another trend that's going to surprise people is I think the Republican Party is going to split in two. I think there's going to be a conservative party, and I think there's going to be a Republican progressive party. Now, they could give themselves other names, but those are the best names I could come up with. And those will be the two parties of the future. It's not going to be the Democrats and the Republicans. It's going to be the conservatives and the Republican progressives. And they're going to be, the conservatives will be the majority party in the future. The Republican progressives will be the minority party. The Democratic Party will go out of business. And I think they're people who are radicals will join the Socialist USA Party mm. or the Green Party, and a few of them who are less radical will join the Republican progressives and vote re- progressive, because that's what they think. But that mm. will still be the minority party. Moving forward, the conservative party and the conservative era is going to take hold for about the next two generations. Well, I think you may be onto something because because when I was I was watching some coverage of this Pennsylvania race that everybody's looking at, and the Democrat there is actively campaigning against Nancy Pelosi. I think he's coming out pro Second Amendment. I can't remember some of the positions he's taking, but he's he's very much basically trying to make himself sound like he's he's Trump. He's he's a Republican. But I'm but I am curious as to your thoughts as to why Ted Cruz is so concerned about a blue wave taking Texas. Well, I'll tell you, I think he's totally wrong. You know, I I think a lot of good people, and I think Ted Cruz is a good person, a good, solid conservative. Mm -hmm. A lot of good people get depressed from time to time reading these news stories. But I'll tell you what, I've investigated many of the news stories. So many are false or just plain fake. You just can't believe it. A good conservative friend of mine sent me an article recently which sounded terrible, for Republicans, and said, well, how, how do you deal with this? And I said, did you ever realize it's fake? It's going against most of the numbers we're seeing? Mm-hmm. This, these are like reporting numbers that don't make any sense. And he said, oh, I should have known it was fake news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you know, and you know what? There's a lot of that. There's a lot of fake stories out there. And what they're trying to do is discourage conservatives. I think Cruz is discouraged. He needs a phone call from me because I'll take care of his discouragement. <laughs> you sure will. And, you know, I, I think you're absolutely right because, you know, look at the tariff situation. Uh, you know, I was one of the people that I actually didn't really make an opinion necessarily at first. I had an economic expert who was all, you know, anti-tariff. But I'm but and initially, even though I didn't give an opinion on it, 
um, I was kind of squeamish, like, gosh, this is just an increase in taxes. But you know what? I go deeper into it. I look at Trump's strategy. And it's like, you know what? Trump knows what he's doing here. It's a fabulous, uh, you know, uh, strategic move that he's making. I think it's going to end up being to, to the betterment of us economically because he's doing what he said he was going to do. He's working out these crappy trade deals that are hurting us economically that both parties have allowed to happen. What are your thoughts on the tariffs? My, my thoughts are it's brilliant. My thought, you know, I I have a, a strong economics background, and you know, the first thing most most people learn who are conservative economists is you, you you're in favor of free trade because it's usually better in the long run because you avoid trade wars. But you know what? That's not what Trump is saying, and I I am amazed month after month that people don't get what he does. He is staking out a negotiating position. He is going to try to twist their arms by, by holding out these tariffs, and he's going to wind up getting trade concessions and tariff concessions in favor of the United States. And we are going to get more jobs, and we are going to get a fairer playing field, and there isn't going to be any trade war. And people just don't get his strategy. And you know what? That's good, because our enemies don't get it either. <laughs> Well, how, speaking of getting, how can people get your book? Well, they can go to Amazon right now and order 10 copies and give one to all your friends because <laughs> I'll tell you, it is my best book. It's my best book. It is positive. People love it. They've been waiting for it. They can go to Amazon. They can also go to my website. I've got lots and lots of fun stuff on there about conservative policies and things. That's greatnewsforamerica.com. They can also click through to Amazon and buy the book that way too. But you got to buy this book. It is a phenomenal book. I, I've had, I got a whole bunch of pages of blurbs and, and endorsements of the book, and people are saying it's going to be like one of the most important uh, political books of the year, if not the decade. Well, I, I don't doubt that a bit, brother. Like I said, you were making predictions that everybody, everybody probably thought you needed to be brought in for a mental evaluation. Nobody believed that you were, and you are absolutely right. I can't wait to read it myself. Thank you so much for being here, Gerard Lamero, and thank you for your positiveness. I appreciate oh, absolutely. it. Absolutely. America is a great place, and we should all be positive and stop listening to the Democrats and the leftists who are so negative. They can't smile if their life depended on it. They're, it's like we say in the South, they would complain if they had a ham under each arm. Gerard Lamero, thank you so much for being here. Great to be with you again. Okay. Um, I hate to actually shift gears on such an amazing positive story, but, you know, we, we, we have reason to be excited and hopeful, but we still have some issues in this country that we need to deal with. And that's one reason why we elected President Trump, because we knew that he had the heart and the desire and uh, the reality and uh, to, to deal with it. Uh, we've got some issues with radical Islam and Islamists in this country. The creeping Sharia happening here and the creeps that are promoting it, like Linda Sarsour, who had partnered today the hashtag Muslims Who Dream. It's all about partnering together to take us over from within and usher in a centralized plan. Coming up on my next segment, I sat down with the amazing Katie Hopkins. She gave a phenomenal speech at CPAC. You know Katie Hopkins, Hopkins World. She, I sat down with her today. She's got a warning for America. She's a major Trump supporter, and she talks about what's happening in South Africa. You don't want to miss it. Stay tuned. Want more Andrea Kay? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. If you don't have an estate plan, 
then the state, not you, will determine what happens to everything you've worked so hard to provide for your family. Hi, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley. I know this not only because of my professional experience, but also having survived a seven-year probate after my father passed away. With the average home in California valued at $1.5 million, that equates to $66,000 in probate fees. The value in having an estate plan is avoiding conservatorship if you become mentally incapacitated and probate when you pass on. Call me for a free consultation at 858-792-3444. That's 858-792-3444. Your family will be dealing with enough. So give me a call at 858-792-3444. If you qualify for VA loan benefits, here's a game changer for you. Fellow veteran Sonia Hadley has a VA cash out 100% refi with rates you won't believe. After 30 years in mortgage lending, Sonia can find a program to help virtually any borrower. And now she's uncovered this exclusive VA benefit. Lower your payments and tap up to 100% of the equity in your home to pay off debts, do improvements, whatever you like. With these sky high home prices, you now have equity to get the cash you need. Approval is quick and easy with Sonia's in-house underwriting. She'll even come to you. Sonia also has a VA Streamline refi, the easiest loan you'll ever get. Call Sonia with the town group at Arbor to see if you qualify for the VA cash out 100% refi. Rates are inching up so you can't afford to wait. Call 833-MY-VA-LOAN, 833-MY-VA-LOAN, 833-MY-VA-LOAN. From your friends at Homefront Radio, we want to let you know that we have moved our show from Mondays at 6 p.m. to our new home each Saturday at 1 p.m. right here on AM 1170, The Answer. All of the valuable content that you look forward to can now be found each and every Saturday afternoon at 1 p.m. Your hosts will continue to forge partnerships with those who enhance the lives of military and veteran families each week. Be sure to tune in this Saturday and every Saturday at 1 p.m. for Homefront Radio, the trusted voice of the veteran community. Warning, if you're drowning in debt you can't afford, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to pay it all back, because you don't. What the credit card companies don't want you to know is that there's actually a way to get debt-free without paying off your entire debt or going bankrupt. If you have $5,000 or more in credit card debt, you now have the right to let us settle that debt for a fraction of what you owe. For free information, call Credit Associates now. 1-800-965-5269. We'll even show you how much money you could save. If you can't afford to pay off all your debt, do not let the credit card companies trick you into thinking that you have to. Call Credit Associates now for free information on how to get debt-free faster than you ever thought possible without debt consolidation or bankruptcy. We depend on your success and offer a guarantee, so there's no risk. For free information, call now. 1-800-965-5269. That's 1-800-965-5269. 1-800-965-5269. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. I am so excited that I'm actually talking to the biggest bitch in Britain. <laughs> you should be terrified or something. I'm talking to the one and the only Katie Hopkins from Hopkins World and, and the Rebel Hopkins TV. Hopkins World. Hopkins yeah. World, yes. Um, you gave an amazing speech at CPAC in which you came here, to made the trip all the way over here for us. Thank you so much. And you gave an amazing speech. Uh, warning America and telling America what we what we need to be doing different. Um, can you 
we, I, we don't have the, the opportunity here to have you do the entire speech for us, um, but can you summarize it? Of course. So, you know, first up, and it's important for me to preface with this, I love my country. You know, I signed up uh, to join the military. I went through the Royal Military Academy, Sandhurst. I had a 35-year regular commission that I was supposed to deliver for the Intelligence Corps. So I love my country. Um, I'm a true patriot at heart. But sadly, my message to America is do not let yourself become the UK. Do not let yourself fall as we have fallen. You know, at the moment, you guys are still ahead of us. You still don't have the issues we have. You have not let your country be overwhelmed by Muslims and allowed your sort of Islam to take over. The UK has fallen. By 2050, there'll be more Muslims than Brits or Christian Brits in my country. And there's certainly a sense right now that we are being replaced and we are being forced out. And my big message to America is do not become like us. I was uh, shocked to hear a couple of things that you mentioned in your speech. One was that uh, you're more likely to be doused with acid in London than in Islamabad, as well as yes. the fact that uh, I think it was somebody in the local police who said, or, or I can't remember exactly who it was, mm-hmm. who said that it's too late to try to contain this danger and what's happening. Yes, that we've gone beyond that. We've gone the point beyond the point of trying to contain it. We've gone beyond the point of trying to control it. And in many ways, you could argue that, A, we've given up, but I I know many loyal Brits just like myself who are determined to make a stand, but it's that our government has given up. It's very much a sense that our leaders are prepared to lead over a period of managed decline. And that's very much what we feel here in the UK, that it's a period of managed decline, managing over the country whilst it declines, whilst our crime rates rocket up and whilst we're replaced by a new religion. And if I can give a couple of real life examples that mothers, you know, like me, I've got three young kids under 13. You know, my school down the road, a government school, a state school, uh, English is the third language there. If I walk in parts of London, 80% of the people that live in certain parts of Londonistan, as I call it, 80% are Muslim. And if you're a white British woman with blonde hair like I have, um, you are in danger. You are a target for men on scooters with acid and they will throw it at you because you haven't got your hair covered. That is a daily occurrence in the UK as it stands today. And that's a fact that's covered up by our mainstream media who are playing to the globalist agenda, which is that Islam is the ultimate religion. How racist of you and so nationalistic of you to complain um, that, you know, that uh, English is no longer the primary language over there. It it is a bizarre thing. You know, you are called all of those things, as you will appreciate. Uh, I get called far right uh, very often, you know, when I see myself as kind of a very average school mom who does the school run and is kind of conservative at heart and would defend my country or or run to help someone if they fell over in the the road. And and you get called far right. And I was recently um, called up, actually, by an American who was doing a documentary on extremism in the UK and wanted to talk about people like me who are from the far right, as they explained to me. And I said to him, oh, okay, well, who have you got speaking from the 
far left. And he said, oh, uh, I, I don't really know what you mean. And that's one of the really striking things for me. Mm-hmm. It's all right to talk about the far right, but, but where are the far left? You know, where are the people talking about the hard left, the kind of the people like the Democrats in your country who think it's OK to invite dreamers in, have them shoot up or murder our children and still think they're great guys? You know, that has to be a madness that, that we both suffer from here in the UK and in America, I think. Yeah, as well as managing decline. We had eight years of managing decline. In fact, President Obama, you know, it, 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 he managed decline and telling us things like those manufacturing jobs are never going to come back. But then at the same token, it was about it was about an intentional decline of our country through open borders, through uh, a mass invasion, not just in our southern border, but uh, through our visa program, as well as the refugee program, bringing them here. And it was all intentioned. It was all designed to increase the dependency class for power. And, and what I see happening here in America, as I have been saying for a while, and one of the few voices saying it, is that I think that it has been a partnership between the left here in America and the Islamist, because what do what do Sharia, what does that have in common with our Marxists here in America? Well, it's a centralized government of power with complete control over the citizens. And that's why here, I can't speak to the motives behind the government in Britain, but I see here our Democrat Party saw uh, these radical Muslims as a natural partner to usher in a centralized government. And that's been what the play was. And it came as quite the shock to them that this crazy man, Donald Trump, with this crazy comb over hair and all of his, you know, um, crazy talk actually got voted in here in America. But but he faces two opposition parties, in, including Republicans here, who are also caught up in this political correctness. And, you know, it's important that we hear from people like you who have lived it to tell us here we've got to stop it from happening in this country. What's happened there? Correct. Mm. Oh, it's so true. And I think you're absolutely right. This sort of peculiar umbilical cord that stretches from the left, the Democrats or Labour in my case, across to the Islamists kind of who who look for this centralized control, who look to destroy the fabric of the country that they're taking over and who want to point us all towards a leftist government uh, that takes complete control, renationalizes everything and makes us entirely dependent, which is why they also want to strip apart our family units and promote trans and LGBT and all the rest of it. But, you know, my sense, and for American people in particular, is you have this massive opportunity. You have this chance with Trump to hold on to what makes America great. And I think the Second Amendment is truly part of that. You know, the use of the uh, students from Florida by CNN in a kind of manipulation by the media to get people to also give up their guns. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the very kind of thing that takes away the fabric of how we defend ourselves. And if I may, having just returned from South Africa, which I promised in my speech, actually, which you referred to, Mm -hmm. that that was my next mission. I came back from South Africa. The white farmers there are being genocided by the blacks. And one of the things they're determined to hold on to, the 8% that remain, is their weapons, the, the land, their God, and their weapons. And there's so much about South Africans, the persecuted whites, that reminds me of Americans, this passion for the land, this passion for defending the land, and this passion for holding on to their guns, because it might be the thing that saves them when it comes to it. And I think that matters. Yeah, it does. In fact, the Second Amendment, you're absolutely right about the use and the exploitation of the what you call the, the I think it was the KFF, the kids from Florida. Yes, the you, kids from Florida, yeah. <laughs> using them as shields because you weren't allowed to criticize them. So let's bus all these kids up to Washington, D.C. and push for gun control because ultimately, if they can disarm us, they can take control over society. Gun control is about human control. But I'm glad you brought up South Africa because um, you, as always, you speak in a, in a bold, blunt 
blunt way in which nobody else does. And you have said that the white man um, is up there with a white rhino. The only difference is the world doesn't care in terms of what's happening there in South Africa. That's absolutely right. And, you know, just as a first off, the, the blacks in South Africa call us whites. So in terms of language, it might sound strange to us as Europeans or Americans, but it's very much the language of South Africa is that I'm called a whitey or a white and white. So it's okay to refer to South African, black South Africans as blacks, just to clear that up. Mm-hmm. But certainly white farmers in South Africa are now down to 8%. The murder rate is about two, uh, one or two a week. Um, that's not just a murder. It's not that black gangs come into the farms um, because the political leaders have said, right, land expropriation without compensation. That means, of course, we're going to take your land without giving you anything back. What that translates to with gangs on the ground is we're going to kill you. And they do it, but they don't just kill the farmer. They don't just shoot him, in which many farmers I've spoken to have said that would be okay. They said they go in there and there's two, three hours of torture with with blow torches, Mm. with hot irons, with... The, the rape of, you know, without going into too many details because of your listeners and sensitivity, you know, it's protracted and it's torment. And that's what they expose them to. And they're doing it in a vengeful way for apartheid. And we can all agree that apartheid was a dreadful thing and we need to move forward. But by looking into our history, we never move forward. And certainly um, the police's view over there is that the white farmer will not last another three years. They will all be gone within three years and, and not leaving the country gone, as in wiped out within three years. Well, there is a movement right now, at least on the part of a few, um, to bring the the white farmers here as refugees. But they don't necessarily, yeah. But they don't want that. They want to stay there and be allowed to stay no. on stay on their land. You're so right. You're so right. And it's one of the big. I went out there going, why don't you leave? Why Why would you stay? Why don't you leave? But that's before you understand that they they belong to that land. It's as if they are the land. They they know their grandfather, every bush that he cut, every tree that he felled to make that farmland. They are almost part of the land. And in a way, they say they will lie there and die on the land. And that was a better result than to leave. And also, they're not financially able to leave because they're very poor, most of these farmers. And what I've said is, wouldn't it be a great thing if, if the USA, the UK, um, Australia could repatriate the Somalis and the Eritreans who are destroying our neighborhoods. I know your neighborhoods are under attack from Somalis and bring in instead the white farmer who is truly in need of our help and in many cases came from historically our regions. Who is Mariandra? Ah, oh, the beautiful Mariandra. I love her deeply. She is a farmer's wife in South Africa. She has four small children, three girls and a boy. They're beautiful. She's beautiful. And one night, a black gang broke into their house. They were upstairs on the sofa asleep with one of their daughters who happened to be awake that night. And they shot her husband. Then they ransacked the house. The little girl offered the gangs her piggy bank if they wouldn't kill her mum. And she buried her husband, the father of her three little girls, all under the age of five. And then five days later, she gave birth to their first son. And now her little eight-year-old can't sleep, is on antidepressants and sleeping tablets and hasn't slept a single night since that happened. And that's what's left behind. We think of deaths as in a number, like maybe one. But actually, of course, it's the whole family that's, that's torn apart. And that's just one example of the 20 or so women or families that I met with those same stories in South Africa right now. 
Well, God bless you for bringing attention to this. This is an absolutely horrific situation. The videos that you've posted on Twitter of calling uh, for, oh, I, I can't remember the the one speaker is talking about how it's particularly painful for white people. Go out and kill white people. Uh, yes. Julius Malema, the leader of the EFF, that's the real face of politics in South Africa. Yeah. It, thank you so much for bringing attention to this. There's not enough people out there reporting on this story and what's happening. When are you going to go down there? So back to South Africa, I'm currently blocked from going back in. They took my passport for me. When I left, they tried to stop me getting into the country, but luckily I'd already snuck in seven days before. So I can't currently return. Okay. Um, but as soon as I can get to an embassy and get my passport allowed back in, basically the, the, you know, the news media in South Africa, just like our mainstream media, will not cover this and don't want this story talked about. But as soon as I can go back, I will. And there'll be a documentary, a full documentary on the murder of the white farmer um, early summer coming out on hopkinsworld.com. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Katie Hopkins. And and you're also on The Rebel now, correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I came across to Rebel TV because they're an independent Mm -hmm. media organization. They are speaking out against liberals, particularly in Canada, which is where they're based. And also, you know, they they aren't always serious. A lot of what I do is more lighthearted, as you'll know. It's about taking the mickey out of Trudeau, about taking the mickey out of the Democrats, about Nancy (laughs) Pelosi and her crazy teeth. And so there is more lighthearted ways that we can also look at the state of our nations and kind of laugh at ourselves as well. So it's not all doom and gloom. And over at the Rebel, we have Gorka, Sebastian Gorka there now as well. So, you know, it's just joining forces for people that speak an alternative voice perhaps than uh, CNN or these other channels that we know what we're going to get when we turn them on. All right. Well, Katie Hopkins, thank you so much for being here and God bless (laughs) you you. for all your work you're doing. Take good care. Thank you. And you too. Thank you very much. Okay, bye-bye now. Be sure to follow Andrea Kay on Twitter at Andrea Kay Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea Kay, spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Buy your copy or register for our next conference at bobwalters.net. Home buying and selling can be a daunting and stressful experience. It will likely be the biggest financial purchase of your life. Hi, I'm Julie Mills Brennan, and I've been selling homes in San Diego for over 20 years. I've seen the market in its highs and in its lows, and through the years, I've immersed myself in nearly every market area. I realize that anyone can find you a house. I want to find you a home, a home that you will build great memories in. Call me or text me at 619-992-7113. Call me today. I would be honored to help you find your dream home. This is Michael Medved for townhall.com. When I was a kid, my late mother used to urge her four boys to consume whatever unappetizing vegetables we left on our plates by reminding us that there are starving kids in India. Well, I recall those long ago arguments when watching a well-intentioned but illogical anti-gun video that's gone viral to millions. In it, New Yorker Scott Papillardo reacts to Parkland by cutting his AR-15 in half with a power saw. I'm going to make sure this gun is never going to take someone's life, he says to the camera. 
But destroying weapons owned by sane, responsible citizens does nothing to stop evil maniacs from using their weapons for mayhem. With 10 million AR-15s in private hands, destroying a single gun not only provides no solution, but utterly misdefines the problem and won't feed starving kids either. I'm Michael Medvey. The Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy, America's unique graduate leadership degree, offered on its most beautiful campus. This report is pre-recorded and sponsored by the Word on Wealth Financial Network. Here's the Word on Wealth, a retirement update from five-star wealth manager, certified financial planner, Marty Schneider, the retirement professor. Greetings, friends. Welcome to this edition of the Word on Wealth. Marty Schneider here. Social Security system is going to begin paying out more than it takes in in the year 2021. Over a period of time, they could continue to bump that full retirement age all the way up to 68. That one simple year would have a huge impact on the system in terms of its stability long term. The other big issue, of course, is they could bump up the tax itself. If you need help on putting together your long-term retirement plan and come on in and see me, all you got to do is call and schedule your free consultation with me, 800-727-PLAN, 800-727-7526. That's it for this edition of The Word on Wealth. I'm the retirement professor, Marty Schneider. Thanks for listening. I'll be back with you right here on these very same Salem Network stations. AM 1170, The Answer. You're listening to The Andrea K Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Welcome back to The Andrea K Show. You know, I've been try- I've been forgetting to tell you all this hack idea that somebody here at the station gave to me. I'm not going to say who. I'm not going to out her. But I've been saving it for Fridays because it's a super fun idea. And um, I probably shouldn't be giving this idea out before my next guest, but maybe I should. Let, let me tell you why. Okay, here's my hack. This is a fun hack. There was a gal, and this became like a, t- a super huge um, YouTube sensation. There was a gal who got a brand new refrigerator, and she decided that instead of where where you you know put your glass up and press the button to get water in your glass, she decided to, to fill up her water container with wine. So now every time she goes up to her refrigerator, she can just put her wine glass up and press the button and fill herself with a glass of wine. And I just fill mine with whiskey. Fill yours with whiskey. I might fill mine up with some Cosmos, maybe, or lemon drops. I just thought that was a fun idea. I thought that was super cute. I love hacks and I love that idea. I love anything related to food and wine and beverage. Which brings me to my next guest. Last week, I think I was telling you guys in my Ask AK segment, a lot of people ask, How do you stay a size two? Because I eat healthy. Yes, I eat my donuts. Yes, I eat my naughty food, but I eat healthy uh, most of the time. I have to. One of the things that's really important to me is gut health. And so I'm really excited to have my next guest on the show because it gives me an opportunity to talk about a healthy food item because I want to make sure everybody knows that Andrea eats healthy, but it's also a major success story for business in Southern California. Y'all know I love business. I hosted business shows here in Southern California for years. And this is a this is a hugely successful business. And it, probiotics is a $74 billion global industry. Do y'all know what probiotics are? It's from yogurt, right? And it keeps you healthy. This is a company. Her name is Natasha Trenev. I hope I'm saying her name right. Her family has been making yogurt going back to centuries. I don't know if I would say centuries, but a really long time. She joins me now. Hi, Natasha. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. Thank you for having me on, Andrea. It's my pleasure to be on. Okay, now your family started the Continental Royal Yogurt back in Vienna. Like, I don't even know how long ago. No, no, actually we started Continental Royal Yogurt 
in the mid-1960s in Glendale, California. Okay. And we brought the concept of natural-style Bulgarian yogurt and liquid acidophilus to the United States. And for those of you who can remember, uh, you know, yogurt was an unknown commodity in the United States. It was very poorly known, and people really didn't know what it was. No. Um, I, well, I grew up eating yogurt. My mother loved yogurt. I think I was the only kid. I grew up in the Deep South. I think I was the only kid that ate yogurt. I mean, nobody was eating yogurt. I don't even know how my mother heard about it because, you know, except she grew up on a dairy farm. Um, right. But it was actually my husband um, who actually used to make his own yogurt, who was really the one to help me to understand, like, a long time ago, how important it was to eat good yogurt because he said most of the stuff being sold in the stores was crap. Yeah, well, you know, uh, let's fast forward. Let's talk about the probiotics are the beneficial bacteria that is used to make fermented foods like yogurt. Unfortunately, our environment has changed drastically in the last 50 years, so yogurt cannot deliver enough of these beneficial bacteria to impact the 100 trillion bacteria that live in our 27 feet of GI tract. Actually, the science is compelling. We are more bacteria, uh, probably 90%, than human cells, which is 10%. And that composition of bacteria controls everything in our body from uh, a co- connection with our commu- uh, immune system, uh, with our second brain, mm-hmm. and all of the diseases can be attributed now to what's going on in your gut mm-hmm. and uh, dependent on your diet and outside influences of what you do every day. So it really, the gut flora controls every state of ill health in our body, including our mental health. I believe that so much. In fact, my doctor told me I had, a, I, had I, uh, I get, I have chronic sinusitis. I get a sinus infection once, maybe twice a year. And my doctor is always like reminding me whenever he has to put me on any antibiotics to make sure that I up my probiotics because he yes. knows that that's important to me, keeps me on my game, keeps me healthy. And I, you know, I'm healthy as a horse. And he says my attention to probiotics is a part of that. Um, right. But you guys can customize a program. In, in the final minute we have, tell everybody how you guys do that and how they can get your products. Right. Well, first of all, they can go on natrin.com or go to local stores like Mother's or Jimbo's. And the difference between our product is it's actually developed by me, a developmental scientist who's been in this field for 50 years. And these bacteria need to be presented in a certain way to the body that they actually can benefit you. So uh, the product is always refrigerated. It's in a glass jar. It has the exact bacteria for your small, large intestine and for the transient flora. And believe me, if you don't get the right bacteria in, you will never know the huge benefits that a true probiotic can give you. Yeah. um, And you guys, all of your stuff is locally grown, correct? Yes, we're in Westlake Village, California. We have our state-of-the-art pharmaceutical-grade plant. We uh, research, formulate, manufacture, and sell our own products. I love that. Um, you're, we still we have an amazing manufacturer. This isn't just a good story about what you need to do to stay healthy. It's also an amazing success story from a business standpoint, which I appreciate so much. You guys have, what, a 50,000-square-foot facility there. So right, you're not only right. bringing great, great food, a great um, you know, a health product to, to us out here in California, but you're also providing jobs and you know, helping, helping business. 
and I love that so right. much. And my husband and I started with nothing, so we are both naturalized citizens and very proud of the fact that we came here as legal immigrants and worked very hard to bring this uh, health benefit to the American people. Tell everybody again um, your website and make sure that we've got the spelling yeah. right. And, the, and it's I, Natrons Healthy Trinity, correct? Right. And the website is N-A-T-R-E-N.com. And, uh, you know, we invite you can get a free consultation to customize your probiotic supplementation, which is probably the most important health decision you can make in your life. Yes, I absolutely agree. Thank you so much for what you're doing and um, and for your products. Okay, thank you so much. And thank you for having me on the air. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Speaking of business and the time we have next, um, Dick's and Walmart. You know, I was a huge fan of Sam Walton's. I love what Mar- Walmart did. I come from I come from New Orleans. We're all about buying cheap. I love a I love a company that's got you know ten percent markup. I can buy things for cheap. But Walmart and Dicks decided to join this bandwagon of you know not selling uh, rifles or shotguns or whatever to anybody under the age of twenty one. Well, the little problem with that is that there's lots of states around the country that still have it legal because oh by the way we have the constitutional right to bear arms in this country. So lots of the states still have it under law that you can buy rifles and shotguns at the age of 18, including the state of Oregon. So this 20 year old goes into uh, Dick's and Walmart, tries to buy himself a shotgun, 20 years old now, old enough to vote, old enough to serve his country, and they deny him, tell him you no know, that they've decided they're not going to sell anybody a firearm under 21. So he has filed a lawsuit for discrimination in the state of Oregon. I applaud this young man. I know that there's some people out there saying, well, they've got the right to, you know, they are business. I am. I am all about business. But you know what? I'm more about the Constitution. And you know what? I love fight fire with fire. They fell prey. This is They decided to succumb to liberalism with this gun control stuff. Well, you know what? I applaud this young man because he's fighting fire with fire. Wasn't it Oregon in which people were trying to force bakeries? To bake a wedding cake, basically participate in a gay wedding. Well, then you know what? If if the court system can be used against bakeries there, I think it can be used here. Here's the difference. You do not have a constitutional right to go in and force a, a baker to participate in your wedding. You do have a constitutional right to bear arms. And it, and it is not under the Oregon law that you have the right to force somebody to bake you a cake. But it is under Oregon law that you have the right to buy a weapon, a shotgun, and a rifle at the age of 18. So I, it looks to me from a legal standpoint that he's got a case here, and I applaud him um, for doing that. Uh, speaking of legal cases, little follow-up sec uh, here in the time I have left. I reported to you guys multiple times over the San Diego uh, Unified School District trying to become the first Sharia-compliant school district. Uh, again, uh, Katie Hopkins talked, we've got to make sure we do not go the way of what Katie Hopkins was talking about in UK. The UK is gone. It's fallen. She says by 2050, uh, there will be uh, Britons, Brits will be the minority. That is the play here. That is why Linda Sarsour was doing what she was doing today. That is why we have Creeping Sharia here. We've got a school district in San Diego that has partnered with CARE in order to um, push, take, o- take us over through our school systems. So um, an organization filed a lawsuit to try to stop it and file an injunction. The school district lied, said that they had stopped this program here in the San Diego School District, which wasn't true. 
There are documentation to prove that the school district is still trying to force Sharia through our schools on this country. A federal judge, so the people went and filed to force CARE and the school district to be honest, to produce the documents showing exactly what they're doing behind the scenes to force Sharia on our kids and on our school district here in San Diego. We will continue to report on the story, and I will continue to be right back here, 6 p.m., tomorrow night on the Andrea K Show. Thanks to everybody for joining me tonight. Thanks to my amazing guest, Gerard Lamero and Katie Hopkins. Appreciate it. The Andrea K Show is sponsored by Andrea K.